There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. How about you? I've had a great week. Yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Fairly eventful, nothing too crazy. Well, you've been real successful in your real estate stuff this week. I have. I've been working like crazy. It's springtime. Yeah, well, congrats on that. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, we went to the zoo today. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. And we've had just a great week, I think. And now it's spring break. Yes, it is spring break. Kids are at home for an entire week. Yay! We get to deal with our <laughs> children. Yay! Yeah, that's fine. Shout out to all those teachers out there. You really deserve spring break. Yeah. You work hard for that. Yeah, and we appreciate what you do, so thanks. Yes. Totally. So before we jump into Oak Island stuff. Yes. Last week, we were anticipating the release of maybe a new treasure hunt. Yes, for breakfast, tea, and bourbon that we chatted about. Or at least related to that. The author, Pete Bissonette, had put out a cryptic little teaser that something was going to happen on Monday this week. Something did. He did a Facebook Live video, um, but it wasn't about a brand new treasure hunt. It was about something that's been ongoing for a year and a half on his website. There's a riddle that he put out after, right after the first breakfast, tea, and bourbon treasure hunt was completed, and... The riddle has not been solved. Um, The first person to solve it gets a case of Buffalo Trace bourbon, like delivered to your house, (laughs) and you like get it for free. So if anybody wants to be involved in this, you know, it's open to anybody and everybody. I'll just go ahead. Probably be at least 21 for that. Probably should. That's that's a good call. (laughs) Or whatever the drinking age is, wherever. Or if you're under 21, you figure it out. Tell your parents, and they can work this out for you. I don't think Pete's gonna be giving it to anybody. uh, So, are you condoning the parents giving it to their kids? No. Have your parents work it out for you? No. Have the parents (laughs) enter the contest for you, and then the parents could have it. You could just get a pat on the back. Know what I think? What. I think we need our friends over at Booze and Bourbon Mm. to figure this thing out so they will have all this Buffalo Trace to be able to drink and talk about on their podcast. Well, that's a good call. I think think Booze and Bourbon might have a leg up since they know about bourbon, right? Yeah, I get you. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe we should team up with them and then we'll tell Pete, ship it right to those guys. We could, but... I mean, I want. Hey, now I want them to win, right? But, right. Uh, I'm still gonna read the or the uh, riddle mm-hmm. so that everybody can participate. Like, yes. I want. It'd be just awesome if a listener of ours won. That would like be it doesn't really have cool. to be booze and bourbon. It could be anybody. Um, but here's here's the riddle, and if you figure it out, that's great. It leads to one spot somewhere in the United States that is four inches by four inches square. Right? That's a pretty small spot. It's pretty small, but it specifically leads to a spot that's that, that's that big. All right. The riddle is, I fly like a realized bourbon red with a pointy head and feathers on my butt. Where am I? Feathers on my butt. <laughs> okay. Weirdo. Like a so, peacock. So I already posted this riddle onto our Facebook page. Uh, I've had a little bit of activity on it, but I'd like to see some more. I'd like to really get this solved. Maybe once this is solved, his next treasure hunt will 
the ball will get rolling for the next one, and those are worth big money. So let's get this one finished, and then maybe hopefully we can move on to the next one. There has been a few clues released, and that's what Monday was about. The announcement was releasing a brand new clue. And the first clue was from back in November 2017, so it's a long time ago. It says, I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah, the book's main character, Nelson Ware, has said in the book, in Breakfast in Bourbon, that is, every word is important in my writing. So to me, that's telling me that every single word in this riddle is important and means something. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Why would he choose the word but? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying there's other words that could flow, so. Yeah, well, the other clue that came out in December of 2017, so, you know, well over a year ago, was the fifth. And a lot of people were trying to figure out what that meant, like, you know, like a fifth of whiskey um, or bourbon in this case. Fifth what? Like, just fifth what? And yeah. I think he cleared that up with that hint on Monday because the hint on Monday was... The key word is realized, and that's the fifth word in the riddle. Oh. Yeah, so that's probably what he's trying to get us to look at. A lot of good work's been done on this. I've looked a lot. I have a lot of friends online that have looked a lot, and we just you cannot figure it out. have a lot of friends online? That's where all of my friends are. <laughs> you don't have any in-real-life friends? I got imaginary friends. <laughs> just kidding. I have a few real-life friends. They're mostly your friends. <laughs> I do have some, I have a best friend from high school still. That's I don't good. ever see him, but you He's know. He's still your best friend. Yeah. So, huh. huh. Yeah. All right. I'll let you go on and stop interrupting. No, that's all right. So somebody, I hope somebody wins this. I fly like a realized bourbon red with a pointy head and feathers on my butt. Where am I? Somewhere in the United States, four inches by four inches plot. And someone will win a case of Buffalo Trace bourbon. Absolutely free. The main treasure hunt with breakfast tea and bourbon the guy that won he's a friend of mine online <laughs> and someday in real life his name's koi he won fifty thousand dollars in cash he and his family and he also won five thousand dollars for a charity of his choice and 100 bottles of lido bay wine and that mm. wine was like featured in the book that's so right. 100 bottles of wine that's a lot it is that I mean, I could handle that. Though. I bet you could. I, just, just so you know, just I'd be so okay you know. with a hundred bottles of wine. Yeah. So anyway, that was the update, and I hope somebody, one of our listeners, can win. Go try to solve it. Um, the something that's what the majority of people thought the answer to this was was some kind of arrow because if you what has a pointy head with feathers on its butt, right? Yeah. An arrow. And we found some incredible arrows out there that even... All over. Yeah, that are even like a four-inch plot of land, you know, and it's not the answer. uh, I've talked to Pete. Deidre has talked to Pete. We actually had lunch with him once. He didn't give us any hints, but he he just said, once you figure it out, you're going to just love it. So whatever that means. (laughs) It means once you figure it out, like a lot of these are going to go, oh, duh. Duh. Yeah, that's that's most treasure hunts. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. But if you want to join in the aha moment or the duh moment, or you potentially have a solve, all you have to do is email Pete your answer to the riddle, which is, let's see here, you email him at treasure at learningstrategies.com. Learning Strategies is his company. So again, that is treasure at learningstrategies.com. 
Well, but, now that we've spent, you know, the last number of minutes giving them the update mm-hmm. on the treasure hunting world. Yeah. Outside of Oak Island. Do you have anything else? Or should we dive into the treasure hunting world of Oak Island? Well, let's let's dive in. Woo, woo. Except there was no diving this episode. There was no diving. No Tony Sampson. No, um, what's the, uh, John Chatterton. No, Mm-mm. no Alex Lagina diving. No, nobody diving. Yeah, nobody diving. No one going into holes or into the bay. Yeah, well, there's always next week for that. <laughs> <laughs> there's always next week. That is true. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So we. Fun st- episode. It was. And they kind of get a lot going on. right to it talking with Craig via the television. Yep. 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 And they explain that they got extensions on the permits for the Whoa. cofferdam and and permits to remove the crane pad, right? Correct. So they got the, just what you said, the <laughs> <laughs> they got the permits, the extension on the permits and... But they're still worried about the weather. And Craig seemed a bit surprised that they actually got the extensions and such that they needed. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's like. I mean, getting permits over here can be kind of a pain. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they worked it out. And it's something that's happening. And it's fun that it's happening this season and not next season. Woo woo. Mm-hmm. So, like, after that little meeting in the war room, they do talk to Billy out uh, rick is talking to billy out on the uh, crane pad yes about the removal right and the plan to Mm -hmm. and how quickly he can do it yeah so something i wanted to ask you is since you deal a lot with uh square footage and numbers and stuff you know yeah so they said this crane pad was six thousand square feet and that doesn't count how many feet deep just six thousand square feet Mm -hmm. as far and that's just one I'm thinking of a house, right? And that's not two stories. That's just all one level. Yes. So how big is 6,000 square feet? It's a whole lot of ranch homes. (laughs) Around here, 2,000 square feet is a good square footage for a single level family home. We're we're about 1,800 square feet. I grew up in 1,600 single level ranch. Mm Mm-hmm. And a number of those can fit in there. Yeah. So multiple houses fit yeah, on top of Yeah, and Billy's going to move them. And shake them? Well, Is Billy no, an that, earthquake? No. <laughs> That's what the wash plant is for for the shaking oh my gosh don't get me started on the wash plant we're not there yet oh i'm gonna save it for later oh wow i'm i'm impressed so rick asks (laughs) how quick they can do it and billy's like well pretty quick if you don't care about where it goes (laughs) and rick's like i think we kind of (laughs) care billy uh, he cares too i feel like he's the kind of guy that wants a clean workspace you know as clean as you can have for working in dirt totes totes And at that I've point, got new, I've got a new online friend that that says totes to me all the time. Totes my goats. <laughs> That's okay. all I got. Um, but at this point, I feel like the reins have been handed over to Billy. Like they've passed the torch and said, make it so. So he's like the anchor on the uh, the race. Like he, they passed the baton to Billy. He's yeah. got to finish the race. So it's. Go, Billy. It is. So he is totally that guy. He's the. The fastest one you put at the end of your race that he's going to make up the time. I feel like he's a very fast worker. Oh, yeah. Let me guarantee it. Let me explain to you why. Okay. Okay. You don't have to convince me, but yeah. 
oh, I'm really on a Billy camp campaign right now. So let's think about the fact of who has actually brought the most stuff in the shortest amount of time. How many times have Gary and Jack and whoever gone out and they get little pieces here and a little piece there and they're metal and that's yay. And then later you see Billy and Rick's walking over there. Oh, hey, what do you got? And he comes over with like a tub full of stuff. He goes, here, I got all this for you. It probably took him like 10 minutes out of, you know, one episode. Mm. And Billy's already got a pile of stuff. He goes, well, I'm just going to go over to the pile where the metal's not and start picking out all stuff doesn't look like rocks. Like Billy I wins. Think that, I think that was Billy's uh, workers that did that. I didn't see he, any of them. Yeah, you don't see them. They're they're kind of hidden. They don't they don't get the screen time. Well, if they're hidden, then they don't exist. <laughs> okay. I don't see it with my eyes. Yeah, but Billy did it. At the same time, the spoils that they're okay. We're getting into this watch plant, huh? Oh yeah. Where? Okay. Well, we're good. Okay, we're just getting into the fact that Billy, as one man, if if Rick said, "Okay, everybody, you have twenty four hours. Whoever finds the most stuff gets <laughs> to take over the island." guaranteed Billy would win just based off his performance this episode. I know why you're saying this. Because of the tweet we got from the Curse of the Tweet. Well. They, they tweeted at us, at Oak Island Pod, is going to go nuts over this episode that is basically Billy running the island. I can hear it now. Okay, but here's <laughs> the thing. Billy proved himself in the matter of minutes. He just, here you go. <laughs> yeah, because like, that, that all happened in five minutes, I'm sure. Yeah, the yeah. magic of television. <laughs> I don't care. In my mind, Billy's my hero and the wind beneath my wings. Mm. Well, that's wonderful. I like Billy, too. <laughs> okay, I'll Billy for president. Wait, he's in Canada, so Yeah, he's Canadian. I don't think it's going to happen. <gasps> Remember, he's Canada's sweetheart. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, the wash plant? Yes, the wash plant. Okay, so... I think it was later in the episode, but somebody was saying that they're going to take... Oh, yeah, Rick said, let's take all these spoils over to the wash plant. And, he's, and they're talking about the spoils from Shaft S6. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, no, 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 no. The wash plant is for spoils from Smith's Cove because who's going to find, like, leather or pit, bits of bone or anything like that out in Smith's Cove? You're not going to do it. And the stuff that's coming in from the... The money pit, you don't want to send that through the wash plant because the the bits of like potential parchment or leather or whatever else, they're just gonna get either pulverized or just not. You're not gonna be able to find them because it's gonna be mixed up in with all these rocks. Seriously? Yeah, and then you're gonna like take a metal detector over. Okay, good luck. You're not gonna find it because okay, it's not that's metal. That's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the deal: they take the stuff out of there, and they don't have to take a fire hose to it, which is way more abusive than the nice nozzles that are being used at the wash plant. And Billy's just standing there, picking out, picking them out as they come along. So mm -hmm. actually, it's way more efficient than a bunch of Gordon Fishermen's spraying stuff down so no mm. sorry you're out wash plants I, in i think it's i think it's not i think it's more efficient sure but i don't think they're getting the eyes on everything and that's a problem they are or else yeah, Billy a, machi have a machine's, come back with a a machine's doing it all a machine, machine is not have obliterating eyes. it with a fire hose at least the gordon fisherman has eyes yeah but they're all covered in dirt yeah. Hey, did anybody see the video that Deidre made uh, and posted on 
Facebook and Twitter and Instagram <laughs> this week. Of, Apparently, uh, that was popular. Yeah, it was, well, it got like 11,000 views this week. That's a lot. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was, man. It wasn't the one I had vision like in my head, though. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'll get there because I want to do a side-by-side of, of, of Marty. So, Muddy Marty versus Dirty Jack. Oh, okay. You know? Who did it better? Okay. Yeah, well, hey, why don't you explain real quick what your video that you did make was, and maybe anyone that missed it can go and try to find it somewhere. It's only like 10 seconds long. I I don't think it's even that long. (laughs) It is just Marty in his Gordon Fisherman getup, and then he puts on his glasses, and the music in the background's the I'm Too Sexy music. I'm too sexy for my... Yeah, but I think... The only clip I got was like too sexy for Milan. Oh yeah, okay. So that was, and then yeah, the last part of the clip is Rick laughing at him because it just seemed like a perfect clip. Yeah, it was really good. It was funny. <laughs> it just so seemed like if you're gonna that. end with it, it might as well be with your brother laughing at you. Yeah, it was good. Because my brother would laugh at me. Likely. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to your brother. That's right. Woo! woo happy birthday. He's forty today. He's forty today. I'm younger than that. Yeah, well, if you're listening, Don, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Donald. <laughs> happy birthday, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I highly doubt he listens to our podcast. He likes Oak Island. That's true. But he probably doesn't have time for a podcast. Okay, we are way off topic. They are not we're here. We're still talking about Oak Island, so we're yeah, good. They're not here to hear about my brother. Hey, happy birthday, Loom. Happy cool. birthday, Don. Yeah. Anyway, hey, so let's talk about some of the things that... They did find Billy out of the, you know, off the wash plant. It was mm-hmm. fine. Hey, he still found some stuff, which was great. Good job, I Billy. I like the pottery. That was cool stuff. I hope Billy listens to our podcast. <laughs> if you know Billy, please uh, let him know he needs to listen. Yeah, well. Because I am my take, hero. Deidre would take a signed photo, too. Yes, hashtag Team Billy. <laughs> yeah, of course. So anyway, they show what Billy had pulled out, or at least his workers did, or him, whoever mm-hmm. it was, and showed it to Laird. Yes. So that Laird could render an opinion, as Rick likes to say. Yes. So he actually, no, he takes the whole little bucket over to the team and like, oh, look what Billy did. Oh, yeah. And then they, they kind of like look at it for a while first. And they before, look at it for a while. Before they take it to And know what he's subtly saying? Pick up the pace, guys. Look what Billy did. <laughs> yeah, look, Billy did this all by himself. Come yeah, on, guys. <laughs> that's exactly. He, he's telling them you need to work harder. And then I think Paul or whoever, they put each individual piece in Ziploc baggies. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is it product placement no, or budget cuts? No, it's neither. It's to, because they have, they, they write like something that's yeah, identifies They wrote nothing it. on no, each of them. No, there is stuff written on each one of them. Mm-hmm. Product go, placement. Go double check, okay? Okay, I will. And they show each of them to our dear friend Laird. Oh, yeah. Laird was all about this stuff. Well, he was all about that one piece in particular. Yeah. Well, before we get to that one piece, it was cool that that the blue um, pottery. Yes. What do they call that? I, I, they, they have like a name for it, but I just... China? I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Breakable stuff that's not plastic. Yeah. Well, they he was looking at it and like somebody had noted, hey, look, there's little people on there. Was that Doug? Doug. Yeah. And, Sir Doug of Crowl. Yeah, and there was like a bridge or whatever. So like right after that aired, I, I can't tell you who it was because I didn't take a screenshot of it, but somebody on Facebook put a side-by-side comparison of that little piece of china next to like a full plate and the full plate a actually... A full plate? Like yeah, yeah, like Thanksgiving? A full, what? 
<laughs> no, like a full plate that has that same pattern on oh, it. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Keep up here, okay? No, well, you said a full plate, and I thought turkey. Sorry. Yum. Um, I like I like ham better for Thanksgiving. Ew, something's wrong with you. <laughs> so this plate that had people yes. on it? Yeah, and it had like a date on it. Dun, dun, dun. You know what it said? 1810 or, or something like that. So exactly what Laird said? Exactly what Laird said. Laird said that they used that kind of... Uh, that kind of pattern pattern <laughs> yes <laughs> on pottery from around 1810 to 1840 well look at so that so look at Laird knocking one out of the park this is what he does that that's how he do that's why he an archaeologist Laird's the man Laird's the man he yeah so that's the one they led with i feel like they were most excited about that piece yep and then Laird's like yeah it's good. Yeah, but Laird's like, nah, this is what you need to be excited about, foos. Yeah, here you go, foo. <laughs> but then we see, what, a piece of of a pipe. Well, that's what he assumes Meh, it is. Yeah. I think that's what Billy assumes it is and what Rick assumes it is. So everybody's voted it's a piece of a pipe. Yeah, but then they see, like, a piece of, like, old glass that was that kind of got, uh, I think that got Terry excited when he it was looking did. at it when they were showing it off at the, cram- or at the, uh, Money pit area. You know what I instantly thought of when I saw the glass? Hmm. I was like, hey, we dug some of that up when we were digging for buried treasure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it looked almost just like that, huh? Yeah, like a glass bottle. It was someone's trash that we (laughs) dug out of a hole. A three-foot deep (laughs) hole in a park in New York City? Yeah, I remember. (laughs) In a place we should not have been. Yeah, well... And then we... uh, We took a probe, and we were probing to try to find a a box that was buried back in the early 80s. And, like, we probed, and we hit something, and we're like, oh, my gosh, this this is it. We're in the right spot. (laughs) Yeah, it's this old piece of glass. An old piece of glass bottle. And we also found some, like, broken china, too. And we did. It was like we we had our own little money pit. Yeah, we straight up had our own money pit. And you know what I did? I wrapped that stuff up and definitely packed it and took it on the plane back to Washington with us because by golly it's my trash and it's no, my spoils. It's our spoils, yeah. Okay, fine. It's our spoils. Yeah. Well, One man's trash is another man's treasure. Well, they were old. Legit. All this stuff was really old. It was buried in a park that hadn't been disturbed in many, many, many years. So hey, it's just probably, like Oak Island. It could have been seventeen hundreds, could have been eighteen hundreds. So it was old. I don't know if our pottery looks like theirs though. We should go double check. We should I don't know. We should uh do some side by side. Okay, sorry, enough on my tangent. What about that very last piece? The yeah, one the that, one. well, Terry was super excited about it. And then equally excited, if not more, in his own way. Well, well it's old stoneware pottery that was possibly early 1700s. Yep, and that's when he had mentioned it could be... What you're looking for. Yeah, it could be that one. He, what he said, it was the one thing that could be older when he said one thing. Rick? I thought Rick was mm. going to come unglued that we had found the one thing. Yeah, in my notes, I wrote that Rick looked really satisfied that Laird, Laird was surprised that he found that. Well, I think everybody wants Laird to get like really excited about something. And this was kind of that first time. It was a piece of pottery. And he right got on. excited. Yeah, killed it. It. Uh, it was really cool as we got, you know, it was kind of got that crude look to it and something he really hadn't seen much of before or at all. Never probably. on Oak Island, yeah. Yeah, so it's exciting stuff. Uh, after that, they went kind of like Oak Island after dark. 
That's right. <laughs> it's dark out, and my first thought is, oh, no, what's Charles up to? Because You're messed up. Well, last time he got a Rick got a call from Charles, and the ground was sinking around. I was like, no, the whole thing is caving in, and everybody's running away. That's Charles's fault. He was running towards it. He's a hero. Sure. Leave him alone. Okay. Yeah. He's a hero. He's the one sending stuff over to the wash plant you don't like. Charles wasn't even in this episode. Yes, he was. He said that he just took a truckload over to the wash plant mm. when they said they should be taking it over there. I Charles, don't know about that. You I are... didn't see him this Okay, episode. well, I'll have to point him out because obviously you're not good at paying attention. I am too. Yikesos. Okay, let's back up. So Oak Island after dark. Yeah. And they have to call <laughs> Craig. Yeah. And Craig asks if the digging's slow going, and they ignore his question. And, and he's like, talk, "Hey, D- Danny, talk to talk to Craig." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Give okay, him the numbers." Give him numbers. And he's like, "Oh, okay. Is you know digging slow going? Okay, talk to Terry now." <laughs> Wait, nobody answered Craig's question. Craig keeps getting the short end of the stick. Yeah, no. Terry ended up saying he gave the opinion that they were in Brett Bedrock and there was no conti- no Brad use Rock. continue. No, that's like Utah. Uh, there's no use continuing to dig, and S six ended up being done at 190 feet. Boom, done. Boom shakalaka. That's what you get for not naming it properly. So, are you saying this next borehole they're doing the next episode is uh, doomed to fail? No, because at least they called it by something. GG1. That is not. No, that's what they renamed it. But at least initially they knew how to refer to whatever the grid was. FG 5.5? That one. Mm. The one that Paul stuck his finger on. Yep. Let's talk about that real quick. Poor Paul. Poor Paul? Yeah, poor Paul. Like, he's all... You know, Rick's calling on him saying, dude, Paul, bro. Oh, I see why. <laughs> can, can you uh, can you hear Rick saying, bro, Paul? <laughs> what up, bro? No, he's like, bro, Paul. Uh, yeah, he's like telling Paul, like, dude, it's your turn. Pick a spot, right? And he picks a spot. Yeah, and he picks a spot. And he like writes an X on the board and everything. And he's he's happy. You know, I'm sure that's like a highlight of him working on Oak Island. Like, I know. That's got to be a big, that's an honor. He even shows up the day they're putting in the case on in like a nice button down yeah, shirt. Yeah, he was ready. He's like, dude, this is, this is my, my time. He probably already had a name picked out. Yeah. And Rick's like, <laughs> she, uh, Vanessa. Vanessa. like Rick. Yeah, Vanessa was like, well, what are we going to call it? <laughs> and Rick's like, oh, why don't you name it? Me? Yeah. And then, I, I, you know, like I noted, I put in my notes. Let me see if I can uh, find it here. It says that Paul... Got the short end of the stick. Yeah, you know what? I can't find it. Anyway, I have really long notes. Um, No, Paul was like standing directly behind Rick, so you couldn't see his face. And I was like, dang it. I want to see what he looks like. I bet he's really dejected. Oh, I bet he is. You know, poor guy. Poor his Paul. whole his whole like Oak Island career and everything had been leading up to that moment. Okay, but here's the thing: the odds are in his favor. Paul picked this spot, and you know they've drilled a lot of spots. So at this point, this next one that goes down, and we know we're getting towards the end of the season. Yeah, this might be the one. Could be, and maybe that's why Paul's name showed up in that crossword search. I'm just saying. And spy. And the fact that he's a spy. Mm. 
And that's how he knew where to put it down. Yeah. You're a conspiracy theorist. I never thought my, just, that would be my wife. I don't believe a word I'm saying, but it's kind of fun. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that is fun. So, yeah, anyway, they, you know, we kind of jumped to the end of the, toward the end of the show there. But, yeah, they're going to be putting down a new case on. Uh, a case on, huh? Case on. Case on. Quesadilla? <laughs> Mm, quesadilla no don't no i'm sorry he butchers words i apologize right now yeah i do butcher words <laughs> you do you do is that a napoleon dynamite thing give me I... a quesadilla <laughs> and i'm gonna throw that football over them mountains i figured you were gonna feed. gosh can't be freaking idiot Ugh. oh my gosh it has been way Okay, no, it's definitely been plenty long enough, and we'll keep it that way since we've seen <laughs> I haven't seen, seen that. that movie in at least 10 years. Oh, thank goodness. We let's need to not. keep it that way? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Okay, what about Lot 21? Big big things happening near the McGinnis Foundation, huh? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Well, we had... So that's where the brooch was found earlier this year, the one that actually was gilded. As in gold. As in gold. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah, so... They Gary did some metal detecting yeah. with yeah, the, uh, the Bash out, Brothers. Yeah, so they head out there to try to beat Billy's count, but they can't mm-hmm. because they can't fill Tupperware full of stuff. Yeah. But they did find something cool, Yeah, I well, think. You know, it was kind of cool. They He found the target, right? And then he swings the metal detector over like he's about ready to put it down or something. He's like, oh, there's another target. That, that wasn't even the other piece that they found. Mm-mm. I wonder what that was. Probably a tin can. Probably. Yeah. Or the other part of the cross. Yeah, so like wh- this new find, right? I was thinking to myself when they were kind of explaining that it's lead. It's got some like intricate decoration on it, right? Yes. And it had a square hole. I'm thinking to a myself. square hole. He didn't say it like that. Oh, no. He says whole cool, though. How does he say pewter? Puta. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment you fell in love with Gary Drayton. Oh, yeah. The, Still the... hashtag Team Billy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> dang. Wow. I Sorry. Know. Dang. All right. Well, um, I like pottery. Okay. That's cool. Anyway, G- Drayton's cross, right? Yes. Dr- Gary Drayton himself notice the similarities to this new find with Drayton's cross. Correct. And, you know, except for it's missing the crossbar, basically. It's like a, a bigger version of it, missing the crossbar with a little bit of decorations. So it's a stick. It's a stick. Cool. <laughs> a lead stick. It's a... <laughs> but what so if it what had... what do you do? Would what you just, had... like, throw it at someone? Yeah, Take what, that? <laughs> what, what if it had, like, a little piece that where it just kind of clipped onto... Uh, like a crossbar would clip onto it and make okay. a cross. This isn't like a tie clip. They don't just clip them on. Like they're, I want to say fused or welded or mm. whatever. However you make this stuff. You're not you a don't... jeweler? No. From, from the 15th century? No, I am not. But, or a leaded or whatever. <laughs> Are you gilded? As in gold? Nope. Oh, okay. Not at all. I don't think... Your crossbar is just going to clip on. Or else we could make all kinds of jewelry off the stuff they've found and just start clipping things onto things. It's like the Jenga of jewelry. Hmm. Jenga. Crash. All right. No? No. No? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, 
regardless, Jack broke another relic be- by jumping on the shovel. Maybe. I got Sorry, 10 Jack. bucks on yes. So you think he kind of snapped that piece in half, huh? I do. I think that is why Terry, not Terry, Laird so quickly handed him a trowel last time. Because, mm. you know, he broke that too. Um, like, Here, bud. Yes. You need to go, take it a little easy. Please just get Jack a trowel. Then it will take even longer for all this to get done. No, because all he'll have to do is bend over and not jump on it. Every time he goes to jump on the shovel, it like almost breaks at the neck. Mm. I've done that once. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that. And then having to dig with a trowel <laughs> for half an hour after that. Yeah, more than half hour. Yeah, yeah, it that was. was a bummer. Yeah, that, w- that was a That was another bummer. digging for treasure incident. <laughs> that was. That sucked. That really sucked. Uh, we, had, we were granted one hour to dig a hole in San Francisco Golden Gate Park last year for this treasure hunt. We got a permit and everything. We show up. <laughs> We With probe. all of our tools. Yeah, well, we probe, and it's like compacted sand, and you can't, like, get down between, like, about a foot and a half down. It's like hitting cement. So we're like, feel. we just had to do our best guess and <laughs> dig, and man. He jumps on it. Crack. Yeah, like the, the like, we had a wooden uh, necked. Is that wooden, what it's called? Well, it's a wooden handle. Wooden ha- handle. Well, it's not like we're shovel. using the shovel part made of wood. No. <laughs> no, but... Uh, we had legit tools. We just didn't bring a backup yeah, we shovel, a backup so we were shovel. stuck with a probe and a trowel. Yeah, well, we drove 700 miles to get there, and that happened in, like, the first, like, 15 minutes. That really sucked. Oh, man. That that was a real bummer. Yeah, and the we... park ranger just looks at you. He doesn't even offer, like, a secondary shovel. Yeah, like, he's like, yeah, that's a bummer. It's too bad he drove, you know, like, 13 hours to get here. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, that was for the secret treasure hunt. So, in this treasure hunt, Jack's going to yeah. break a shovel. One of these days, I'm sure. I'm, well, he probably has, and it's, it's a blooper that they take out. Broke the like the teeth off the case on. Mm-hmm. Man, bloopers! I want to see some Oak Island bloopers. I bet there's some hilarious. Yeah, well, shouldn't ones. they do like an hour or two hour special oh, just bloopers? My gosh. That'd be great. That would be amazing. That'd be Who gilded, we... as in gold. Yes. <laughs> Who do we get a hold of to say, please give us a blooper? How cool would reel? it be just to get like a blooper reel of Robert Clotworthy? Oh man, Robert, that, that would be. Killer. be... Awesome. You know, he worked hard this episode. Yeah, I'll, uh, we'll get into that. <laughs> he did. He worked really hard this episode. He had these he, are the best clotworthy moments of the season. I think he earned every penny. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. Yeah. So he, so <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, they come away with a piece of lead that Gary you know mentions. It looks a lot like a cross, or, yeah, or what the cross looked like. Well, without the crossbar. So yes. a stick. <laughs> Touche. Gotcha. Yeah, ha ha. Yeah. A stick with vines. Made out of lead. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Before we move on to like them talking about that in the research center. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was funny that they were talking about the McGinnis Foundation and how the house isn't there anymore because what did what did he say like uh because it would be very old okay whatever but (laughs) no like 
I don't remember exactly how Robert Klopp really put it in that little voiceover segment, but they showed like this old like house that has just like these weird like wooden panels on the outside and like looks really, really old. Well, don't you remember earlier in the season they had like one of those before the episode Maddie Blake specials where mm-hmm. they were talking about the McGinnis house and they showed a picture of it and it was like this nice really, really nice house. killer house yeah yeah because he found all the riches or whatever yeah, no nah, i don't think so okay he found part of them or something you don't become a rich cabbage farmer just by no oh. being a rich cabbage farmer yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> okay but it was, it was a nice cool house and it's just funny that they showed like this old like almost shack. falling over a building you know <laughs> he lived in a shack yeah. No, no, he did not. So anyway, what did what did Gary call this find? What what was his, what did he exclaim? Oh, I thought he. I was gonna say Gary's stick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Gary's stick. <laughs> no, he said this could be a holy shamoli part two. That's right. So um, one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, that was a good one. And then then that's when they took it to the research center to have everybody check it out everybody looked at it under the microscope because that's one of our favorite things to do yep and then who all was there paul yeah paul and i think rick and marty doug Mm -hmm. was there Mm -hmm. oh dan hensky was looking on that's right dan hensky was there yeah so that was just cool and then they did like a little flashback to the trip to dome france of course of course how many times have you seen that oh never seen that yeah well they showed the cross and the tree of life because paul suggested he's like the potent those vines uh could be a symbol of the children of israel and did you hear what gary said about that uh-huh yeah no he's, sure. like, he's like yeah it could be like okay yeah <laughs> but then they gave We're paul all kinds of versed in the tree of life though yeah, we've done a lot of study on it for a different treasure hunt, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Well, that one, we came in second place. Woo, woo. We won a big prize. Or a little one, well, depending on how you look at it. It's a big prize. It is big, big honor. Prize. It is big honor. So um, anyway, that's when Paul suggested that maybe it was connected to the Tree of Life. And then I guess I was getting ahead of myself because then, yeah, th- then it did the flashback zone. But, you know. Regardless. Yeah, good stuff. It is good stuff. It's always good stuff on the Island of Oak. Okay, so when he said the Tree of Life, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. The first thing that flashed through my head was the Tree of Life. Ole, ole, ole. Even though it's, you know, the Cup of Life. Oh, my gosh. What are you talking? You're nuts. Ricky Martin, man. Oh, whoop de do. Yeah, got that it. That should be like the soundtrack that they splice in. Okay. It's completely different words. Okay. <laughs> like. No. Yeah. Of life. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, completely, the, it's a completely different phrase. Okay, so everybody is going to now have Ricky Martin stuck in their head, but instead the Tree of Life version. Upside, inside out, living la vita loca. No, I was talking about... I know. know. Now I'm getting a different song no, stuck in my head. No, what? the one from the World Cup. You I remember. Crazy... Oh, yes. Oh, I do remember. you remember? Because I didn't think you liked Ricky Martin. Eh. I, I still have his CD, man. Whoa. Yeah. So Hardcore. back up. It was one of my first. I, you know, I wasn't into Ricky Martin. I just yeah. knew the song. Yeah. Well, what? Meh. The tree of love. No. Ole, ole, ole. Just stop. <laughs> You're weird. 
We need our own soundtrack. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're like, hey, look at this square <laughs> square hole in the lead. A square hole. Yeah. Everybody was impressed with the square hole. So don't try to put a round peg in a square hole. You know what? You're, you call, Sorry. You were calling it Gary's stick, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, it can't be. That's You got to give it to Jack. He's the one that dug it out because Gary already has Drayton's cross and that's like... You- no, nobody gets thrown a bone here, okay? This Not is, even Dan? No. <laughs> His gets taken away. Poor Dan's bone. Poor Dan's bone. Yeah. Okay, so we have Billy's pottery. Okay, and what does Jack have? Jack's got Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ouch. Sorry. Bo- poor Jack got burned. Jack's got Jack. Maybe he'll find something. <laughs> He's going to have a broken shovel soon. <laughs> Probably. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So Rick Rick says, yeah, we need to do the laser abrasion test on that. Abrasion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This must be past our bedtime. Uh, ablation. Ablation? Ablation? Isn't that what it is? The laser, laser ablation. <laughs> Like rock and roll? Yeah, like that uh, CD cover that someone made for our <laughs> that was Facebook am- group. That was amazing, by yeah. the way. I love that. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yes, it, and by sweet, you mean Here, totally hope. rad. Everybody likes laser ablation, especially Tobias. Yes, he does. You know who else likes laser ablation? Mike Vega, one of our listeners. He made this awesome oh, like right. CD cover. It looks like throwback to the 1980s. It says laser ablation. It's got like, you know, it's got neon colors. It's got a big triangle in the background. He says, yeah, well, he says, keep an eye out for a record release from my new synth pop group, Laser Ablation. I love it. Yeah, I just, I I repost, I shared it to our group and I said, we listen to that. Why not? Maybe Laser Ablation can redo Ricky Martin's song into the tree of life. Olay, olay, olay. A pop synthesized version of it? Yeah, that would be totally rad. Would you dance to it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of our other listeners, Matt McCarthy, uh, replied to that and he said, could it be theme music for the podcast? Man, if I listen to that, the CD called Laser Ablation, I bet you we could find some cool uh, theme music. I bet we could. We're still looking, by the way. Still looking. Still looking. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. So anyway, I thought that was cool. That was cool. Tobias is also cool, and he had some cool information for us. Yeah, he's straight out of Germany. Straight out of Germany. Right into the Oak Island War Room, uh, giving him, giving everybody the lowdown of the isotopes from the test, and boom! Shakalaka. What's the result? Uh, same place as Drayton's Cross. Drayton's stick matches. Same bat time, same bat channel, right? That's right. Or the same lead cave. <laughs> lead cave. <laughs> well, it came From out of a quarry, right? Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, so that's pretty exciting, right? It is exciting. It could be Templar connected, related. It could be. So what was that technique they were talking about when, you know, they had like, they're talking about the... They fill in the material like into the like they had a little fake cross on there and they were like showing glass and minerals put into it. And then it was like put in a, a, a kiln. Oh, uh, I can't pronounce that, but I know I used to do that craft cloi- all the time. Is it cloisoning? 
Kloiskanine. Kloiskanine. Yeah. Close. Well, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I am like the farthest artist or like farthest from being an artist of anybody you probably know. It's true. Like I'm the opposite of an artist. That is also true. So, yeah. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I literally used to make these growing up. Like there's probably one with that's a rainbow yeah. still hanging up at my mom's house. And you go to the craft store mm-hmm. and you buy these metal things that are already made into whatever, unicorns, rainbows, all kinds of fun stuff. And they come with glass beads. Mm-hmm. And you put the beads in the center and then you bake them in your oven and they come out. As glass all melted together. Like easy bake oven or like a legit oven? Okay, like an oven oven. Okay. You don't easy bake these things. This is hardcore, man. Heck, I don't know. I'm not an artist. You have like a billion sisters. So didn't they make these things? <laughs> a billion, huh? Didn't they make these growing up? No. <laughs> no. I bet didn't. they did. Just behind your back. Maybe. I was probably hanging out at a friend's house. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Anyway, like uh, when you said rainbow twice in your little spiel there, yeah. and all I can think is, like, I'm not even <laughs> listening to you anymore because I'm just hearing it in my, ho- in my head. It's in a book, reading rainbow. Reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Yes, you can. Just Be- take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. <laughs> Ow. Basically. Sorry, so that's what was playing in my head the whole time you were talking. My bad. Wow, no wonder you don't listen very often. Well, often when you're talking, I hear, I start hearing the tree of life. Ole, ole, ole. So, what else happened in this episode? I think we're getting down to the end. Yeah, we're kind of getting to the nitty gritty. So, we already hit lot 21. We already talked about Billy taking care of the crane pad. Out on Smith's Cove, we've got the research center, war room where we talked to Tobias, and we talked to Gary at the beginning. We got our Holy Shimoli Part 2. We have Holy Shimoli Part 2. GG1's being named after Vanessa's child, Gracie. Yes. So we didn't say that. That was cool. Yep, yep. I mean, it's cool for everybody, but for Paul. Yeah, poor Paul. Paul's going to need a hug this week. Rob Peter to pay Paul. How about hashtag uh, hugs for Paul? It just doesn't roll the same. Yeah, we got we got some people giving us hashtags hugs for Rick. That, that was fun. That was pretty amazing. I think he needed them, of, and guess what? I think he got them. I, you know, he was a little better this week. Yeah, he's a lot happier. Not a lot of Marty this week, though. Eh, he's a busy guy. Yeah, I guess he was probably out helping, or he's probably doing some filming for the Curse of Civil War Gold. Well, that's that's true. If you're gonna be throwing money at that, then you better see where it's going. Yeah, totally. Totes. That, you know when that starts? Mm, this next month. April 23rd. I'm going to guess that that's the la- same as the last day for this season of Curse of Oak Island. I'm willing to bet that as well. Because it said it's on uh, the 23rd at 10 p.m. And Oak Island's on at 9 p.m. So I'm thinking it's going to go, it's going to end. Oak Island's going to end and roll right into. Curse of Civil War Gold. Don't, that's what they did last year, remember? Is it? Yeah, because like Marty was like driving away from Oak Island, and then it it like oh, he gets a phone call right. or something like as he's driving away, and then it like starts the uh, first episode of the Civil War Gold when that's he right. starts talking to he's them like, right oh, as yeah, he's driving off you of Oak want Island. My money. I'll, I'll drive right to you. Wasn't that funny? Yeah, weird but funny. 
but I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah, well, we should probably just continue pos- podcasting about that. Probably. Why not? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to be very long. I think the first season was only like eight episodes or something. Well, nobody thought Oak Island would go this long. Yeah, 20-some episodes. Whew. Yikes. Yeah, it's been fun, though. It's been a while. I've ride. been enjoying it. Well, yes, or else we wouldn't be here podcasting about it. Yeah, that so, being said, next time. Yeah, next time on the Curse of Oak Island, they have Darcy O'Connor sitting in the war room saying that a Spanish galleon was purposefully beached on Oak Island. Um, Darcy O'Connor is like an author. and Like an author or <laughs> an author? No, he is an author. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he has written books about Oak Island. In fact, on Audible, that's one of the choices you can make. If you type in Oak Island, there's like three or four books. Mm-hmm. One of them is this Darcy O'Connor book. Mm. I'll so. have to check that one out too. Yep www.audibletrial.com slash Oak Island podcast if you want uh, a free audiobook. Had to get that in there. <laughs> you don't have to put www at the beginning. Well, I'm old, okay? Because, Kay. you know, I'm old school. It automatically will fill it fill it in. Yep, I hear you. So, but, um, yeah, you're old school, all right. What else happens next week on Oak Island? I don't know. Maybe there's pirate glass. I didn't know how pirates had their own glass. But I really hope that's what we dug out of New York. Yeah, it could be. It's right there on the water. So. On some water around there. Yep. So that would be cool. But Pirate Glass, yeah, Gary seemed really excited about it. He's like, yes, this is what you want to see. Yeah. I wonder if they have secret recipes written in code about Pirate Glass. <laughs> I don't think pirates wrote down much of their stuff. Well, yeah, I guess they may have. But yeah, they did more than walk around and say, Arr. Yeah, they pillage and plunder and kill people. And, you know, yeah, they were not good guys. Just saying. Not all of them were horrible. I just listened to a podcast about pirates and... Is it Barbosa again? <laughs> it's not Barbosa again. I wish that was a thing. He was happy to kill people, okay? If he was real. Mm-hmm. And throw him into Davy Jones's locker. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> All okay, right. and, Spanish galleon. Yeah, but then we got, like, they're pulling out, GG1, I guess, is installed, and they're pulling out just, like, giant oak logs again. Mm, on Oak Island? Yeah. More logs? Yeah. Made of oak? You know what's weird? Like, you figure if they're pulling all this stuff out, that they would have at least got some kind of little piece of gold if that's what's if it's down there. You know? Maybe. You know, it's also funny when they were like earlier in this episode, they were showing how S six was hitting bedrock. Yes. Like they had a little animation for it. Oh and yes. They had like animation. all this gold and stuff like on the sides, like it just missed it all. Every time. Every time. Dang, just always missing that stuff. Always just missing it, but it never seems to move. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like all the gold spot uh, in the spoils of the wash plant. Yeah, sure. <laughs> nothing nothing good's coming out of there. Out of the wash plant? Yeah. I, well, I'm sure some good stuff can come out of there, but it's like, nah, never mind. Let's, let's move on. Okay, so does that mean next week, if we're talking about Spanish galleons, that we're finally looking in the swamp? I hope so. That'd be great. That, I mean, it could be that that okay. is the thing. Is did they or did they not in the very first episode say the big three? Okay, the money pit, Smith's Cove, and the swamp. Okay, I really don't remember saying that the swamp was part of it. Oh my gosh, go listen to episode one. Okay, you're the one that said Charles wasn't even in this episode. I'm a little bit more detail focused than you, guys. If Charles was in this episode, 
let us know on Twitter or something. Yeah, all you have to do is screenshot that moment where at, he said he had just taken the spoils over to the wash plant. At but Oak Dustin, Island Pod, I don't believe it. But Dustin, um, he has this problem. Anytime he hears the word wash plant, he forgets everything about it. It's like an amnesia word. Wash plant. Woo. Ooh. Yeah. So you could just screenshot that and circle Charles face that would be great and make sure to send those directly to dustin um just so that he how, how do they find me oh they can just google dustin white <laughs> yeah don't worry just find him it's fine or you could just throw them on, on twitter and or, on twitter yeah. on all of them and just make sure to tag dustin as many times as possible across the platforms to prove he is wrong whatevs i really hope this happens it's not going to happen. They're all going to be like, yep, you're right. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Okay. Spanish galleon, a lock from a treasure chest. Perhaps. That would be cool. Yeah. Jack's eyes get all big yeah, at that he was, perspective. He looked like Mikey from the Goonies. See? Pirates were here. Mm. Yeah, he looked like he was very wide-eyed. He was like, dude. Dude. Yeah. And dudettes. Pirates were here. No, I think it's going to be exciting next week. Totes. Totes. (laughs) Totes my goats. (laughs) Should we talk about our clotworthy moments? We should. Okay, so last week we had... A landslide victory. (laughs) You know why? I I have a suspicion, but you tell me. I think it's because I'm so funny. Oh, (laughs) that's definitely not what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) But sure, okay. Okay, why do you think? Well, I think because the pictures I used on uh, Facebook, uh, people weren't a fan of. Like, that is that has nothing to do with how funny I am. I know. <laughs> That's but I have a re- different reason for why I think one one but over the other. A big target. I mean. No, a huge target. A huge target. You put up a huge target. <laughs> I did. Just look into my eye. <laughs> no, I put up a picture of. Like how we do this for anybody that isn't part of our Facebook group or goes and to our everybody should be sorry our Facebook page and uh, votes for the clot worthy moment on Facebook I'm able to put up pictures for you to click on uh, for whichever clot worthy moment you want and so last week we had a huge target was one of the choices and the other choice was timbers from a ship right well the timbers from a ship I put a picture of. Terry Matheson, the geologist, and Rick uh, carrying a big hunk of wood, you know, like one of those log or oak logs away from the money pit. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was cool. The other one, a huge target. I put a picture of like a huge target, like like a target store that's like two stories tall and it's huge. And I thought that was funny. (laughs) I thought it was funny, too. But other people, nobody wanted to click on it. But you know what's more funny? Hmm. Shiver me timbers. Shiver me timbers. Yes. Right? I guess. I guess. Meh. <laughs> so, landslide victory. Yeah. And so, I think I already said, kind of gave away which one won, but uh, here's the clip. Timbers from a ship? Yeah. Yeah. Timbers from a ship. Like, Shiver really me destroyed. Timbers. Yeah, it was. That's it was, why it, everybody voted for it. It was more than 75% victor, so. They, they were on my side. Yeah, I guess. Okay, well, we have new ones this week. It was really hard to choose. Yeah. Because Robert Clotworthy, he totally had his work cut out for him. He did, and 
I hope they paid him really well this week. Yeah. He had a lot of lines. It was Man, great. He had to get winded because some of these, he starts talking. I'm like, wow, is this clip like 30 seconds long? He's like, <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> well, that makes me extremely happy. Boom. Yeah. It's like he had to get a lot of information in one breath. I wonder yeah. how many takes that took. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'd love to see some bloopers. Okay, let's see. Let's listen to the first one. Okay. Lead pieces found on the property of Daniel McGinnis with features similar to the lead cross discovered one year ago at Smith's Cove. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. That, that's got to be up your alley. I love that one. I figured That's one of my would. favorites of the season. Oh, if you like that one, I think you're going to like the next one. The Tree of Life? The ancient Hebraic symbol the team found carved on the wall of a 14th century Templar prison in Dome, France? Man, this is like a dream come true. This is, this, I think we may have had like a solid minute of just clot-worthy moments. How awesome was that? In only two clips <laughs> not quite but yes those are great they uh, wasn't there another really good one too there was there was one about pottery but we're keeping it at two last uh, time we did three it got a little out of hand okay so especially with the clips being this long it's I, gonna get intense I the voting it's gonna get I, intense. I think you should just play that other clip too i don't want to play the other <laughs> clip okay fine quit, quit fighting with me be that way I will. Anyway, so those are your choices for the clotworthy moment this week. Go to our Twitter feed. <laughs> or you could just tweet at us if you felt like or follow well, us you, you on have, Twitter. We will have a specific post about it on Twitter and you can vote. So just find us on Twitter. We're at Oak Island Pod and vote for one of those clotworthy moments. You could also do the same thing on our Facebook page. and At Oak Island Podcast. Yes. Is that at? Yes, it's at. I think it's slash. Oh my gosh. If you're typing in http colon slash slash <laughs> www.facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast, yes. or you just go into the search bar and do <laughs> at Oak Island Podcast. I know that because I made sure that one was available when we were looking what for. Evs. Oh man. What Evs? You're not very good at the Facebook. But you know what? What huh. about the Instagram? They can also find us there at Oak can, Island Podcast. Yeah, but can they vote for the clotworthy moment there? They can. When oh. I put it up, it's only got a 24-hour <laughs> limit because okay. I have to do it in the stories. Okay. So, yeah, watch the stories, and I'll let you vote there, too. Tally okay, the cool. votes. <laughs> Let's tally the votes. Let's tally the votes. I wonder which one's going to win. Yeah, so I yeah, I wonder. I, that'll be good. Those are really good ones. I, I'm gonna be satisfied I with either one. Wonder. I, I, no. What? I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, there's a song. Sorry, I have a lot of songs stuck in my head tonight. Yeah, you want me to get another different one stuck in your head? Ole ole ole. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Twiddly there they all standing in a row. Bum bum bum. Big ones. Small ones. Some as big as your head. Yeah, thank you, Lion King. <laughs> well, I think that's a great place for us to bow out for the evening. No, because we still have reviews to do, to give out. <gasps> Yikesos! I almost left without reviews. How dare you? How okay. dare I? We're doing our first ever feedback. They're not really reviews. They're just comments on our 
YouTube videos and they're not even YouTube videos. Our podcast is on YouTube and you can listen to it and there's just like our logo on the screen, but it plays all the audio from the podcast and we've got some feedback. Woo woo. Let's hear it. Yeah. So our first piece of feedback was from Ed Winchester. He said, I love this podcast so much. You guys do a great job and keep up the good work. Oh, thanks, Ed. Yeah, so it's short and sweet, and I love that was it. awesome, right? Oh, it's always good to hear that. Yeah, really cool. And so our second piece of feedback was from Antonio Pinion. Antonio says, I really enjoy your podcast, and I'm anxious for your episode every week since I discovered you. You are doing an amazing job. Keep doing it just like that. You have fans in Brazil, or at least one, Antonio. He said, P.S. Sorry for my bad grammar. English is not my first language. Hey, I think Antonio did all right there. I think Antonio did stellar. Yeah, thanks, Antonio. You're awesome. I'm I'm so happy to have at least one fan in Brazil. A fan in Brazil? Heck yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we're kind of... We're we're straight up global. Yeah, we're kind of worldwide. 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 Yeah. So, thanks, Antonio. Super cool. And, um, yeah. So, those are our feedback this week so thanks Feedback you guys slash reviews yeah that was great that was great yeah we, we, we have got a few fans. new uh, reviews on itunes as well this week so thank you for those that have done that and we will be reading those probably next week or i think we still have a few left that we haven't read too but uh, please continue to give us the the feedback you know good and, good and bad because i think we've you know the constructive feedback that we have got has made us a better show we're always striving to be better, and you guys have been the best fans by helping us get there. So continuing to grow as podcasters and as a show in general. Yeah, so thanks, everybody. Really appreciate it. So, until next time. Could it be? Shamoli part two. No way. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, that is. This is fantastic.